to assemble an elite team to help get my son back. I know what you're looking for. A dream team. Mom, shoot the ball. Let's try that again, shall we? King James. Welcome to the Space Jam. Garbage in, garbage out. Hello, hello, all you gigalos. Welcome to Garbage In, Garbage Out. It's a very special episode. Why? Because Grift is back. How's it going, sir? You know, I was having a great weekend. I was sp spent some time with some extended family that I hadn't seen since the pandemic began. You know, we were drinking, barbecuing, catching up. Um, and then, and then I had to watch this movie, and my MK Ultra trigger was activated. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been schizo posting all day about this shit. I'm I'm a broken man, um, but I honestly I think I'm in the right state of mind to talk about this piece of shit. Absolutely, uh, and you know uh, when it comes to guess that we could have to give uh, commentary on something from from such a cultural perspective uh, it's important that that we find someone who can really kind of break up this like bizarre myopicness of two guys in their late 20s uh, just talking about why Space Jam bad and that's why I'm thankful that we have uh, Doink uh, Doink Patrol yeah joining us this week how is it going it, it's good it's good I this movie didn't break me like it broke grift so i'm excited to <laughs> unpack that i actually had a pretty good time we have a full podcast that is going to be taking place so uh i'm glad that then we can we can figure this out here uh because this week we are talking about space jam a new legacy it's uh lebron james's uh, a latest attempt at trying to ride on the coattails slash be a par parallel dark mirror universe version of uh, Michael Jordan. So it's nice to see that he's carrying this out both uh, on the court and off. It was uh, a very interesting project, I want to say, uh, because what was, at least in my thought uh, going into the movie before I saw trailers was, well, this is just going to be a Space Jam sequel. And once the first trailer dropped, and then certainly once I got done seeing the movie, I now am very aware of all of the amazing offerings now available on HBO Max <laughs> for the low, low price of $14 a month. It's amazing. Uh, how many of you, uh, were y'all converted? How, how, what'd y'all think? I'm a believer, um, believer in the WB now. Full believer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think it was my my, my good friend on Twitter, uh, Ao Cummies, uh, Drew. We just dropped a merch collab, but I think he had a post a little while back that I'm always reminded of that said like you can know like how lazy your day is by how how many um, error screens HBO Max has given you over the course of trying to watch a piece of media. Um, <laughs> but I, I actually watched this like on like while on like like road tripping on the um hbo max app which didn't crash once so I, wow. I i think they've got some they got some better mobile developers than they did for there their web go. app uh yeah see they they know where the future is grift it's not watching things on your tv it's on your phone that's right 
Quibi. They had an idea. <laughs> Come on, let's bring it back. Now is the time. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Quibi is called Roku Originals because Roku bought them, uh, which is uh, very sad, but also incredibly on brand for Quibi. Um, th- this movie was something that I see everywhere. Everyone's having their own particular take on Twitter. And so I feel this uh, uh, sense to deviate from our normal format of docket and going through uh, extensive plot re- uh, rundowns and then also various you know bits of trivia kind of sprinkled through in, throughout rather. And just instead have us focus on whatever notes or whatever impressions we had about this this movie. And so I want to start off with asking, what did we think about LeBron James as an actor? Um, so I, I just wonder what they have on him because, you know, the, the, the theory about the original Space Jam was that it provided a cover story for why Michael Jordan quit, um, quit basketball to play baseball, but then eventually came back to basketball. You know, the conspiracy, which personally I think is incredibly plausible. I, I was, was going to say, yeah. it's not a conspiracy, yeah, not a but conspiracy. it's true, Griff. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's it's absolutely not a conspiracy. Uh, he was serving a secret suspension from the league uh, because of his of his gambling habits that ended up with the mob killing his dad. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, yep. So... So yeah, that's that's pretty much yeah. It's, it's it's not a conspiracy. That's pretty much in, in the realm of truth at this point. Um, so I'm just wondering what they have on LeBron, like how what what leverage do they have to rope him into this project? Um, I I know he does have a bit of an acting background. Like he 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 wasn't bad in Trainwreck playing. Oh himself. my god, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. don't mention fucking Trainwreck. <laughs> like I actually enjoyed does a good job that. playing yeah. a version of himself in an extended commercial <laughs> screen time. Come on, come on, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, he's got something, but we'll find out in about what ten years, probably. Yeah, we'll we'll find out when. Uh, I mean, it's going to be like whenever Bronny Jr. ruptures his ACL playing for the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers and his dad has to once again carry the entire fucking team on his back. So uh, that, that's that's at least a, a possible future. I was thrown off by the fact that LeBron James kept having like a fake movie family. And then yeah. they, he, just, he didn't have any of his real I know, my family. Par- my partner was like, are those his kids? And I was like, that can't, those can't be his kids. I don't know what his kids look like, but there's no... There's no way those are his kids. And sure enough. Absolutely nope. not. But it's like, nope, does nope. that make sense? I guess. I, well, it's it's following in the spirit of the original because I, I remember like watching the original and then obviously there's all the jokes about Michael Jordan having a fake family and I just thought that was kind of maybe like a relic of the 90s that they would do something back then but I guess either his family like didn't want to want exposure in this way as being part of a movie or they couldn't act or they just like I, 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 like I they, think it runs a little over, deeper yeah. though because like the whole point of the movie is that. LeBron James is telling his son Dom like hey I understand that you're into video games and I would rather probably you be into basketball but it's okay because you're into video games whereas his actual real world son Bronny Jr. is one of the most pushed into basketball kids in the world the exact (laughs) plot of this movie happening outside of the movie where he's like hey it would really just help out if you did this movie with me like they're gonna have to hire me as a family <laughs> and like that's gonna be weird and your mom doesn't want to do it either so i think if you agree to do it you know maybe she'll want to so exactly. it's that exact thing happening uh, I'll, I'll, which is uh, why he was I'm gonna so have... good his performance was so authentic <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he 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 was really telling on himself this whole movie, and it's just it was like, I, I, yeah. I just I just yeah, the bad I just love the scenes were like yeah. kind of real. Yes, yes, yes. I just love the irony of the crux of the uh, movie's emotional core being about LeBron James being a being bad father, absent, but yeah. it's with a with a fake family. Mm-hmm. It's but it's wild. It, like it, it also is a weird caricature because LeBron James might be many things, but LeBron James getting mad that his his kid is diversifying his portfolio by expanding into the video game market is something that LeBron James in real life would never get mad at someone Absolutely. for doing. It's like, a video game about I, basketball. Come and it's on. a video game with like PS4 level uh, graphics yeah. and stuff. It's not quite PS5, but you know what I mean. <laughs> of like, it's a kid working by himself with a bizarre Iron Man technology that you can <laughs> yeah. just scan things <laughs> and put them in. Like, there's a dark future for any crush of that kid. Like, uh, of what the Whoa. reality is going to be for them. Like, the the Sims world that exists also on that kid's hard drive is uh, a desolate place. And I shudder at the thought of what is on some teenager that can scan his classmates. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the n- nothing to fire. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like the next level of what all of us do on Twitter. It's just like like scanning a a, a mutated version of ourselves into the computer for <laughs> for other people to see. Like our our thoughts, our our likeness, our our brand. It's yeah. just the next step of that, you know. <laughs> I, I I really love how like all the bad guys in this movie went from being like real NBA and WNBA players, and they got like mutated, like the uh, shitty Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> sequel, where they're like <laughs> the latent DNA inside you of a pig or of a snake or of an eagle or of I don't know water, water and fire I guess and yeah. your time somehow like uh great sure like that, that's what the new goon squad is just all about upgrade, Not re- just an a really vague that was just the word they used just, oh just upgrade we're just gonna upgrade it yep yep I uh, think I think this is part of the sort of uh, studio psyop to push human-animal hybrids. I know people were talking about with that Netflix show. To make us more submissive (laughs) and breedable, is that the point? Yes, yes. Yep, yep. That's that's what the elites want. (laughs) The elites want you to be a submissive and breedable animal hybrid. When I think submissive and breedable, I think seven-foot-five Anthony Davis (laughs) eagle hybrid. (laughs) I mean, that that one was kind of funny because people People always say he looks like a bird in yeah. real life. So. I, I mean, he also, though, like, did the wise move at, like, 19 to pivot and embrace the unibrow and that, like, bird featureness and develop merch around that. I would think you, of all people, must respect that about him. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely respect that grift. And, uh, like, to, to they, they did do some self-deprecating humor with, with him about the unibrow. And I also, I did like how the movie included a lot of digs at LeBron, you know, changing teams and like <laughs> obviously he's telling on himself about being an absent uh, bad parent but the 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 number of of digs at him i i enjoyed that and it it shows that he has a sense of humor and and is down for that cuz i don't think sure. i don't think i don't think michael jordan would be down with oh my uh, God, no, his own no. media product no. making fun of him in that way I, yeah and i guess i should probably you know uh this it's weird to talk about sports uh in depth on this podcast or not in depth but sports at all even <laughs> on this 
podcast, but um, I, I would much rather hang out with LeBron James than Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan seems like a general bad hang because he's going to like eventually want to bet me on something and like I'm going <laughs> to lose my house as he just cackles to himself and then makes me buy a, a, a ticket to a taxi uh, home. Like it, it doesn't seem like it's a fun time. LeBron James at least seems like a, a generally uh, well-to-do person who's not a complete psychopath considering the fact that he was the most famous person pretty much ever in sports since like 15 years old. And so uh, good, good on, on him in that way. Um, I, I just, I guess the lampshading and the digs at himself didn't ring as true. It was kind of like when there's a scene in the movie where you see LeBron James getting pitched the idea of LeBron James being in a, uh, multi-genre, multi-verse hopping, uh, type of movie as pitched by the uh, the algorithm, algae rhythm, and he rejects it because he's like, wow, this is stupid. But the movie then just does that anyway. And we're supposed to think like, oh, okay, haha, it's self-referential. It's like the Lego movie. Kids like the Lego movie, right? Great, we'll make the Lego movie. I just want... But like, I mean, yeah. Quick, oh, sorry, quick note about algae rhythm. Well, also quick note about my experience. Um, watching this movie um, my brain was fighting mushrooms so hard to not enjoy it and the mushrooms were winning the whole time I just they absolutely won the fight I like could not stop smiling and I was like catching well, myself trying to be like trying to frown I was like this is not I don't I'm not enjoying myself but um, I was thinking about how we were robbed of an alternate reality where that character is Al Gore rhythm. Hell yes. We, we I, were, I absolutely we would robbed. be into that. We, yeah, like, we were, we were robbed of the reality of Al Gore uh, grooming LeBron James's fake son, <laughs> on, like in the, in the computer on discord, on dis- <laughs> in the discord server verse. <laughs> yeah. In, in the, in the climate change, uh, um, activism discord. <laughs> What fresh horrors must await? I, I mean, Don Cheadle, I, I love him as an actor. I thought he was terribly miscast in this role. I fully get why Don Cheadle wanted to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, you get to play, like, a wacky character that goes balls to wa- the wall pretty much across the board. Like, it's it's great. He just doesn't have that elastic, very broad sensibility that I think is necessary for a lot of, of these kinds of roles. Like mm-hmm. like a Jim Carrey or what the Wayans brothers do. Something almost oh of God. that tier, I think, would be... Much if better. it was two of them, that would have been great. Yeah. The Wayne's brothers would have been like the ideal. That would have been a great. I, I mean, on, uh, on, but, honestly, when when Michael B. Jordan showed up, I kind of wished like he what, had yeah. played that role yeah. because you know you get you get the you get the young guy in the computer, and you know we we sh- we've shown that he has the sort of supervillain chops from his Killmonger performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, that's also, what I was say. he would have been also also his performance in uh, Without Remorse. Man, oh, I can't oh, yeah. wait. For- <laughs> That, my, uh, or Just Mercy, where he stars alongside Captain Marvel to help uh, a wrongfully convicted Electro get off. Uh, 
Uh, it, it, I, I'll make those goddamn comic book movie fans watch a compelling courtroom drama one way or another. Yeah, I, I'll have my day in court. Okay, so the role with Don Cheadle, I, again, I think that he was going for a very specific kind of like, I'm not a, a, a bad algorithm. I'm a cool algorithm. Look at me, and I'm hanging out with kids, and he's like doing a lot of slang the slight LeBron James reference that was, was not lost on not me. Not good. I, <laughs> not good. That one it was like the, It was like the writer wrote it. It was like, this is going to be hilarious on screen. And then no one <laughs> knew what I the reference was. I couldn't figure out how that got in there. Like who? Because that's really for like a very small demographic of people who are watching this movie out of hate so it's like Mm -hmm. that's the only people that that's for i mean i guess if that's who you want to write those little zingers for then go for it like who seriously would sit down and watch this movie just out of sheer hate i don't know (laughs) as uh, we continue this this podcast it was for for us and we still didn't enjoy it so Mm. yeah like i I i think the question of like who this movie was intended for is important because like this this is a movie for like the contemporary adult bug man yeah who just this movie was not for children yeah no absolutely not like they're not gonna they haven't watched mad max fury road they don't know what the fuck the matrix is for children well i i I want to do a real quick Side note, because I can already tell someone who might say, oh, well, actually, in the other uh, in the original, they had a bunch of references to other adult movies. And I will say, yes, they were smash cut, maybe two or three second tops references. They it was not screen compositing of the various worlds, (laughs) (laughs) multiple universes (laughs) where you see Wiley Coyote shoot spray paint into his mouth and hold up a sign saying witness me like (laughs) that that's just not something that uh the first one had Uh, because i mean the list of 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 references is pretty extensive and you know we we have uh of course daffy duck is playing like super duck which I was like, wow, that, that's a first draft idea. Like, Y'all just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, real, real nice. Of course, Bugs Bunny was uh, Chungus for a second. Big Chungus, like, oh man, oh wow, really cashing in. <laughs> I know exactly when the script got finalized for this movie. Like, I could pinpoint probably within like the span of three weeks uh, when they finally submitted this to the animators. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Elmer Fudd is mini me, right? That was wild. Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. Well, oh, that's great. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Vern Troyer's estate is incredibly happy to know that this is uh, what his legacy is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Tasmanian Devil. He, he's actually an experiment by Rick and Morty. Ha ha. <laughs> ha. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Rick. Rick and Morty, you guys see, uh, we're we're Warner Brothers. We're hip and we're cool. Uh, I, I cannot wait to sell out and get paid six figures to insert like the absolute lad memes into tw- into tw- uh, movie scripts that I write. Like- <laughs> <laughs> All we have to do is like get like one small indie movie that happens to get picked uh, directed by someone who directs a Marvel movie. We ride their coattails. Once we make one of those, we can then chill out completely. Grift, it'll be go. fine. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the others here. Uh, I know Foghorn Leghorn was Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones um, world. Uh, same Sam- fucking winner is coming. That's not who's fucking yeah, says Sam- that. Sam was, it's uh, either- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, was Sam from Casablanca? Yeah. <laughs> Which was, I was like, okay, fair. I mean, you know, yet another example of whitewashing in Hollywood. Am I right? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, I love this other one uh, of where Granny and Speedy Gonzalez, or as the movie refers to them, just Speedy. Uh, they never go with the, the full name. Uh, they're in the Matrix universe. Huh? We're going to have like seven or eight Matrix references. Oh, boy. I hope y'all are excited for the Matrix coming out in December of 2022. Let's let's oh. fucking go. Oh, available, are, are they, available are they rebooting? on HBO Max. Are, are they rebooting the Matrix? I, They're I not think rebooting I it. It's Matrix that. 4. Oh, God damn it. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it'll be a joy. And then... Um, I mean, I thought Matrix, wow, that was like 20 years ago. That doesn't age well. Game of Thrones, <laughs> at the time, they probably couldn't have assumed that the last season would have fallen as flat on its face. So no one's talking about Game of Thrones anymore. So it really kind of made it seem dated. But the one that was the biggest swing and a miss for me <laughs> was Lola Bunny being in the Wonder Woman 1984 training yeah. sequence. <laughs> I was like, oh, you were thinking everyone was going to understand that was this one, weird. huh? Oh, man. I was like, is this an episode of Wipeout? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, it's like you're making nostalgic references to movies that came out like a year ago. It doesn't what, work. What, what like, properties does WB have? Everything, like, apparently. Literally but, but fucking nothing current. But like nothing super current. There's right. nothing that's like so current that then they can use that as part of the main story or integral plot like they they're trying yeah. their best with glorified cameos where where is batman <laughs> eating catwoman's pussy like <laughs> like you go for topical yeah. references like come on yeah Not canon. <laughs> i think zack snyder has other things to say about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw like before I watched the movie yesterday I saw everybody talking about all the cameos and I was like oh shit maybe there's gonna be some like I was hoping for some content from the WB that old channel that they used to have that had Smallville and One Tree Hill uh-huh. and oh man what, what else the hills I think was on there too I was really hoping we were gonna get a Heidi Montag uh, cameo in there well I the the most that we you can uh, look forward to is the fact that Gossip Girl has been rebooted on HBO yes, Max has. so you know uh, I, I again I refuse to see that show but I have I assume they're all like no idea I assume they're all very like woke now and they're very it is you know, that. ashamed of that I, I have heard that it is okay. literally that great great it, it's awesome that that like woke charter is understanding the point kids yeah it's i mean it's 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 well established that rotten tomatoes is a creature of the studio to give fake positive reviews to things and even they have the new gossip girl at like 25 percent go woke go broke i guess question mm-hmm. mark no no I, I don't like the allies that statement will suddenly give me um you have an opportunity for wb to showcase 
all of its content. And you, you really kind of just ran through like the seven or eight things real quick that you wanted to, uh, that you thought were your best bits. And then you relegated everything else to being bad comic con cosplay costumes from like the same 30 actors in a green screen studio <laughs> that they're the audience watching the game. And uh, I, I, I did not like it. I, I was thrown off. It was one of those just kind of uncanny valley aspects mm. to it because it, it looked like an SNL sketch of like where the cast <laughs> yeah. members will pretend to be someone else for the sake of it. Like that, that's the quality that I was looking at. Yeah, you had you had like the night like a poorly CGI Night King next to um, the the clown from me. It like oh. yeah. it took me so long to recognize that those were supposed to be the White Walkers. The shots of the was crowd like, <laughs> was like it was like those bad posters of like where they'll have every single character from an entire cinematic universe just composited together in the most awful <laughs> arrangement, and it's usually in like they're all standing in a half circle and they're in the sky always too you know i would it was exactly like that where i was like just learning about all of this intellectual property that i had no idea that they had i was like oh the mask i didn't know that okay oh Oh, sure oh the 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 droogies from a clockwork orange uh yeah yeah, this is a kid's movie sure thing the rapist rapist in there was really cool I'm so glad that they somehow scored front row seats. So sick. I mean, know? they got like, the courtside. They got the courtside hookup. It's the like Epstein. They're definitely, they all. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're they're on the flight logs for sure. Uh, God, let's just hope Don Cheadle never actually gets canceled because uh, it's it, it will make this movie have like, yeah, the, a very like, dark The mass turn. abduction um, that he pulled where he was like, oh, and you have to stay with me forever. Yes, two and a half million of your Instagram followers. Just <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait um, until the text leak from the the group chat that both uh, Don Cheadle and Drake Bell were in. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> if I got abducted every time I clicked something on my phone, man, Jesus. that would be. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have to pay. It it would be a fresh hell though if it was like. All of your Twitter followers are now suddenly in a room with you, and you have to, uh, I don't know, perform in front of no, them. No thanks. <laughs> like, I mean, sounds... cry. <laughs> that that was basically my experience in New York City a couple weekends ago. <laughs> uh-huh. I I was LeBron James in New York yes. City. I was trying yeah. to reconnect with my son. Who was falling for the just the lamest grooming that you possibly could get? Where all he wants to do is just make you mad at your dad. Which congratulations, like he already was Good, w- wonderful, great. You're gonna steal the kid's video game? I don't know. Like when the movie first opens and we see LeBron James being, I guess in late middle school, early high school, and he's playing on the Game Boy and it's Bugs Bunny. Uh, on there i was i was confused because number one i didn't recognize that as a game i'm sure it was probably but i thought that this movie actually was going to be good for a split second and i was was like like, is this actually going to be about a young lebron james who then like finds a love for basketball via 
playing with the Looney Tunes. Like, wow, that would be like a pretty cool first act. Cool origin story. Immediately, yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead, oh, it's the he coach. Like, being a- he has like internalized hatred for gamers now that he has to instead unpack through borderline <laughs> violence. The first yeah. thing I wrote uh, down. Yeah. The first thing I wrote down about this movie was he had that Game Boy for five seconds. Stop yelling at him. He literally, it was literally given given to him by his friend, and then he just throws it in the trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would like, be so pissed yeah. if I gave my friend the console because I knew his broke ass didn't have one. He's like, no, LeBron James. Yeah, you you could say that sentence for about fifteen years with accuracy, <laughs> and then uh, you became yeah, th- my former friend who I really should have stayed close. Well, there's with, still. I mean, he, he doesn't really like him that much anymore because he didn't bring him into the server verse with him. But he's still there. Yeah, still his buddy. Yeah, I enjoyed the not Wayne Knight role that this guy was <laughs> supposed to be playing, like. As he's facing the existential crisis of losing LeBron James, his son, then his wife and kids. He's the last known associate uh, and last person seen with the entire family. Someone thinks that like he probably chopped them all up and <laughs> threw them in the river at a certain point. If the, the video game live stream wasn't suddenly taking place on an app, they couldn't even get the rights to, I guess, Twitter or Facebook or something. They're... Just saying, look, it's on this app. New you know app. how apps work where like a new app will suddenly appear on your phone. And your phone also has <laughs> the technology to swallow you with the app. Oh. It's just a new, oh new app just dropped. It's 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 one of those upgrades <laughs> that they've been that they're doing in there. I, I would have given the movie at least a shred of credit if uh the, the game started and then you like the soundtrack to the game was all that U2 album that randomly appeared on everyone's iPhone like that. I, w- I would have been like, ah, 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 nice. okay, got me. Okay, guys. Uh, but but, yeah. but it's like no. it's like when when your phone does an auto update and it's like, oh, you can't use your like you 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 snooze it like 20 times. But eventually it's like, no, you can't use your phone anymore unless you. You, you update it now and and one of these days it's gonna feature the ability to suck your soul into the um, Warner Brothers server verse it's I, I think I think we have to accept that as an as an inevitability now you read it in the terms and conditions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those rural tribes in South America were absolutely right with their superstitions they were just ahead of the time with their uh, fear of photographs so uh, it, it was pretty nice uh, I also thought that this movie following pretty much the exact same beats of stern basketball man wants Looney Tunes players to uh, play regular fundamentals basketball and it goes poorly. Wow. Oh boy. Oh, who Who could have have seen seen it coming? coming? And then when you let them be Looney Tunes and earn style points, uh, which just, uh, that irked me the wrong way. Because, uh, like, I know there's probably a mobile game, right? There has to be a mobile game. With oh, released with the movie, probably. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of screams that to me a little bit. Um, and I, I just thought that, okay, uh, it's just, again, the same thing as the, the other movie. And I understand that kids were probably like, oh, hey, I enjoy seeing them do random quirky fun stuff as cartoon characters 
So I'll, I'll try not to be like a downer about that sort of thing. But uh, j- just simply put, the plot conveniences that then needed to happen as you have Dame Time, a being that can control time itself, suddenly getting uh, nulled and voided out by the granny character who can harness the powers of the Matrix outside of the Matrix universe, which mm-hmm. I guess that is some real like Matrix 2 and 3 type shit. Uh, I don't know how she can use those powers outside. And I hope but, she's oh in well. Matrix 4. Oh, my I God. hope so. Oh, oh my God. I, I, we, we, need, we need elderly representation in the Matrix universe. Yes, because uh, like- we're not getting that with... Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> and <Yeah>. Carrie Moss. <laughs> I want to look up Lawrence Fishburne's age uh, at the start of the first Matrix movie versus Keanu Reeves' age now because I have a feeling they're probably incredibly close to the same age. Mm. So I, I can't wait for the spunky new 20-something-year-old character that they're going to introduce in Matrix 4. Timothy Chalamet. going to be like... Oh my God! No. Oh God! Oh, just, yeah. I want that so just bad. The, I want Timothy Chalamet and the Grand to be in the Matrix Four. The, the the Lawrence Fishburne reference reminded me of that. I, I think Kelton, you did it from the Pod account, but like someone posted, like like which movie immediately comes to mind when you think of when you see Lawrence Fishburne? He posted the Ice Road. <laughs> call call it. back call back to our episode of Drum Circle. Uh, absolute banger i i I refuse to to go with the obvious choice he is forever uh whatever the fuck that character's name was uh in that movie which i also equally remember super well um man so that that is kind of like the the overall uh a plot of space jam i think you know we kind of covered a lot of the highlights here so now we get into like the fun arguing session because doink um you were on drugs and you liked this movie uh so i my have brain, to just ask my brain like, liked it okay <laughs> what did you develop hives afterwards did oh, you like my heart like some weird you know, so- heart, psychosomatic my... reaction yeah <laughs> your my, body my was soul, fighting it so hard my body yeah. was yeah no i was physically trying to fight the enjoyment that i was having <laughs> it was fun I mean, and yeah, I, I can like, see though, like how this was a fun time, like especially if you're on drugs, because you know, yeah, it was bright like, lights, colors, CGI, the the horrifying monstrosity that is 3D CGI Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny <laughs> in regular lighting, not the blue lighting yeah. of the court or nighttime lighting. That is some um, real. Oh, they just took a Chuck E. Cheese costume and. Uh, <laughs> based it off of that huh oh god uh, I, I had to watch this uh stone cold dead sober and it made me feel like i was having a bad trip like you know i was <laughs> i it's like i i'd broken through and was having to fight the clockwork elves uh <laughs> like it, and it, yeah it, I, had a, I had a bad time i i was really really struggling through as if anyone looks at my Twitter feed today and just see, you can, you can, it, there's a lot of evidence there as to what a, what a broken man I am now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm so sorry for you uh, about that, but 
I I think that you know something I would want to draw some comparisons to, and I'm wondering if y'all have seen them. Is uh, have y'all seen either Lego Movie or Ralph Breaks the Internet or like uh, Ready Player One? Yeah, any of those three. The, yeah, the I, I th- Ready Player One and Ralph the Ralph one. I did not see the Lego okay. Movie, despite well. everyone saying that I should have. <laughs> I, I saw the original Lego movie and Ready Player One, unfortunately. Uh, wait, is that the sequel to Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Wreck- yeah, Wreck-It Ralph okay. 2. Yeah. Okay, I, I've seen the first Wreck-It Ralph, but not the second Wreck-It one. Wreck-It Ralph bangs. That's a good fucking movie. I mean, the, the first one is great. The second one, when they're <laughs> doing basically the check out all the IP Disney owns. Wow, isn't this cool, uh, kids? Yep. Uh, the internet is a fun and magical place with a hidden and dark side. Uh oh. Yep. Exactly. Um, it's it is uh it, it is interesting. Um, I I think that this movie probably uh is is in a weird feedback loop because of those previous three of where especially in my mind lego movie showed that you can have this ip that spans a whole bunch of things and as long as you make references to it people will like it and if you have a clever enough spin on it which uh space jam 2 really thought that they did with the concept of the server verse uh which is just all of warner brothers ip except any of like the fun ip for kids like go into all of like the other kids stuff. Have the Teen Titans go yeah. up here and you know no, do stuff with Casablanca Tunes. reference, please. Like, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all the Criterion Collection that. films. <laughs> I don't want fun in yeah, my kids' it, movie. Get that the fuck out of here. It, it's a movie for bug men. Like I, I Kelton, I just thinking about that post you found. Um, where someone was like, yeah, I was on the fence about Space Jam 2, and until I saw they had a, a 10-second reference to Rick and Morty, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, that really turned it around for me. <laughs> that it, it hurts because that is someone out there, you know? Like, it, it's just of where, like, that's why they have these fucking cameos, is that they think, like, oh, whoa, Mad Max is in it? Okay, I guess I'll check it out. Like, it, it works on our fucking lizard brains. I hate it so, so, so much. Uh, but it, it's unavoidable, I suppose. I'll, although I would say that when you're talking about uh, all the other opportunities, that we should probably um, just ask them to make a good movie first and foremost. Because, like, do y'all remember the plot to the first Space Jam? I like briefly reminded myself throughout that movie. I was like, "Did they do this in the first one?" And my partner was like, "Yep, they did." And I was like, okay, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't remember. But like the entire setup for it is, is remarkably simple, but it's simple because it's a kid's movie. Like you're not trying it, to in- yeah. do like a movie studio pitch meeting that takes place. That was it's wild. literally alien bugs crash down, but they're small. So Looney Tunes say, we'll play you in basketball. <laughs> bugs get big. And they're like, ah, fuck. Oh, no. well, we're going to need the best basketball player. <laughs> so let's go kidnap my Michael Jordan, who doesn't play basketball anymore. Oh, no. Like, that is, like, a a, a simple enough but entertaining trail of logic, whereas this is... Yeah, you have a movie uh, pitch meeting. You have an algorithm that's gone rogue. You have a, a father and son both getting kidnapped into the algorithm, and then you have like a weird grooming situation. <laughs> yeah, that was that wild. Is, is <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. He's like, no, you hate like, your dad. You you hate your dad, right? Yeah. You, oh, no, 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 you hate your dad, and you're so so Don, smart. Don Cheadle looking at 28 year old musicians with their 16 year old <laughs> girlfriends studying and taking notes. <laughs> listen, listen, you're gonna have to kill your dad. Uh, we'll we'll talk about fucking your mom later. That's you know that comes down the line. Um, but I just felt like I just felt gaslit by the whole thing because the. The the premise of it was that like LeBron in that studio pitch meeting, he had the reaction that any normal person would to the idea of putting different animated versions of LeBron in, in intellectual properties being like, yeah, this fucking sucks. And then Which the is- whole concept of like having an algorithm be the villain when in fact this studio and all the others are now writing shows and movies with algorithms it's They're really dunking on it's us. really incredible that they wrote that into the movie they like wrote that this movie was a bad idea into this movie and they're like yep let's let's go they're fucking dabbing on us. like <laughs> i i mean i genuinely think like when this movie was uh, i'm not gonna say first because the movie as an idea with the sequel has been around probably since the fucking matrix came out um and th- you know those parodies were were fresh but like when ryan coogler was uh, attached as like a possible director not just as a producer um I-, I think that that probably was an idea of like well let's do kind of like this bizarre subversion and reference a whole bunch of ip and talk about how stupid it is to have all of this ip in here like you could do a criticism of that kind of a thing which would be a little bit more measured and then he left the project but i think the the studio executives were like hold on but we have an idea about studio crossover huh (laughs) well this works out (laughs) swimmingly for us um it also is cute to see like a, a, a pitch meeting getting described in the kids movie because the immediate answer to, well, we want you to be in all of these movies, LeBron saying no, them saying, we'll give you $30 million for each of the times you pop up. And then he would say yes, because it's $30 million <laughs> and like, okay, uh, uh, why, why, why is that hidden from us? Why do we have to think that he's going to be, uh, wanting to stick to his, his creative merits uh, in any way, but oh well, yeah, it's a, it's it, a kids' movie. Like I have artistic yeah. integrity as LeBron James. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that would be like me being like, well, why didn't they get into contract negotiations with Michael Jordan in the first Space Jam movie? That, okay, I, I I see how that might be a little overly specific, but um, it it just felt like uh, an aimless movie, a movie that thought that it was clever when uh, it was just a mere byproduct of this algorithm and this bizarre desire to try and um, do reference comedy instead of making actual jokes to things. Like I, I was having a hard time trying to find like actual jokes that they wrote, like set up punchline LeBron James. and not just like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They wrote Fucking that. references to other things. Like, sure did write that. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, the only real funny jokes were the little digs at LeBron's actual sports career and the trajectory. But of it. those like, are references, Griff. Yeah. <laughs> ah, fuck, you're right. Uh, I get. I'm. I'm so subsumed oh, by reference yeah, humor. The, we. We all are. I really yeah, like. Um, 
it was another reference that just nobody will understand. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was like a four second shot of Don, Don Cheadle when he was coaching the game and like when they started losing. He just oh, all of yeah. a sudden he's wearing the, a short hoodie. Hoodie. He's wearing a short <laughs> hoodie. And I was like, are they doing him as Bill Belichick right now? Absolutely. <laughs> they put him as Bill oh, Belichick. No. It was oh, so yeah. good. It was so good. And I was like, I can't believe I get- I'm dying laughing at that right now that's all it would give me maybe it had something to do with the drugs could be like will you rewatch this movie oh god no never uh -uh, no uh not happening um yeah again i i have no notes really for don Cheadle because he he got the role that he wanted he got paid he had a fantastic time he got to hang out with lebron james for a while like you know exactly like there are worse fates out there than being the old don dog you know like it, it was this and then starring in the like a couple Soderbergh movies. So congratulations. Can't wait for you to appear as uh what Iron Patriot in the next Disney Plus Iron Man show that is inevitably coming out down the pipeline. So uh get your projects where you can, man. Um did y'all have any other thoughts about this movie? I know that kind of like we're all one other thing I wrote down because we talked about Vern Troyer. Um, the very obvious Steve Jobs reference. Like, can they do that? I I, <laughs> I don't like, know. I was is, is like, my question. I paused the movie when they were doing. I was like, can they even use his likeness like that? Because they, I mean, they did. I mean, I don't know. If they I think had they got away with it because it's Don Cheadle. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> Oh, so you see a black guy in a turtleneck and glasses, and you think, oh, he's copying Steve Jobs, huh? <laughs> Yeah, only like behind the uh, Al Gore or Al Gorithm Genius Bar. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Him that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was the like G in the bar. Genius Bar. Yeah. Oh, that's it, right. I, I guess there's enough plausible that deniability absolute, that they could get away with that. He was wearing a black yeah. turtleneck, round glasses, yeah. jeans, and he was standing behind a genius bar. And I was like, excuse me? Maybe there's like a silent partnership with Apple yeah, going on. they just, um, there you but, go. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, they have their own streaming service now, too, right? Exactly. And like, definitely competition. Aren't they own- aren't, don't, well, don't they have like the most strict uh, contemporary haze code of any movie oh, studio? Yeah. Like they aren't allowed anything that could be construed as like, uh, it's all like soft PG thirteen type yeah. stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, like it, it is. It is weird. Like they are going to become like every parent's top favorite streaming service because they have like Mythic Quest, which is fine. They also have like a, a couple of Tom Hanks movies that on there that are exclusive, which great. They have a Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, Today Show type TV show. And then they have fucking Ted Lasso, which everyone is just like, oh, my God, uh, I wish my dad was like Ted Lasso. It's like, oh, <laughs> you, you wish your dad was like a Southern football coach who's also like super woke feminist guy. Well, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they make a ton of those in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
God. Uh, what I'm saying is uh, season two. Please, please happen soon, I guess, um, for, for all the people, because they will release like just one show a week. They'll be like, you'll pay five bucks a month as long as we release one <laughs> show, won't you? Oh, you won't? Well, you're getting it for free with your new iPhone. So guess you are. Ha ha ha. Uh, they bake it into the price. That's my conspiracy. Um, yeah. Space Jam 2, a new legacy. I, I uh, was hurt by this movie. It hurts me <laughs> inside. It's painful. Uh, it didn't destroy my childhood. I refuse to be one of those guys. Um, but it really does not make me look forward to adulthood anymore. Because I think that this is kind of the path for it a lot of movies. It's not going to get better. No. It's not going to no. get better. Mm. That was like, it was think- so glaringly obvious. I was like, this is how it's going to be. We're just going to have to keep reminding ourselves of the stuff that happened forever. Yep like yeah and they were already doing that 25 years ago with the original space jam but they they, this is just to the nth degree more like we're just how how can we just keep doubling down and doubling down on this stuff like the the collapse is coming yeah uh housing market through the roof uh blackrock is buying all family homes uh um it gas costs four dollars a gallon space jam 2 is released uh <laughs> I, I think i think this is the singularity that causes the, the the final collapse of the american economy and uh neoliberal capitalism itself <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for that to happen then we can finally live in the post-apocalyptic mad max world with wily e. coyote and runner <laughs> <laughs> taking place uh I, I mean you know um what what would we want like as a sequel because or like as a a different version of space jam because i would like a like a tom brady uh sports movie i think that that would be that would be fun oh. where it's like his son wants to be a chef and, and all, so he tom do, brady, all he wants to do is make out yeah exactly all he wants to do his is dad make out. keeps texting him at like 3 a.m with you up over and over like again. dad i'm at culinary school i'm at le cordon bleu we have to have boundaries I, come on come on son i made i made a special cookbook just for you can you make this food from my my cookbook he gives, him, I a, made? He gives him an apron that says kiss the cook <laughs> yeah it's it's a disney plus original movie it's perfect oh my god oh i just i just had an idea for the tom brady movie um it would have to it, it would be uh about how he had to choose between uh baseball and football after being drafted by the expos um, and the, 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 the final straw uh, against baseball was the fact that it, it was a Canadian baseball team that drafted Ooh, him. I see. Yeah. He chose to go with America first. He's oh, consistently okay. yeah. xenophobic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian you, you could, you, I, I could see that. You know, we could get like a bizarre, freakish, CGI'd out Gronk. That's, you know, just wrecking shop <laughs> all the way through. You know, he would be down would to be, be in a so recording booth for a couple days. He wouldn't even know where he is, and he would just be down. He'd be like, what do I have to do? Just blitzed out of his mind like, off of his four loco knockoff CTE. drink. <laughs> CTE. Yeah, like, just like how, 
Yeah, blah, like blah. how like eighties eighties movies would blow their budget on the the co- free cocaine provided to actors for Gronk. They're blowing the budget on all the white claws that have to just be <laughs> at, at, like available at all times. Just <laughs> continuous stream. <laughs> I don't care what it takes. We need uh, just constant running flights from every ASU coed that wants to go visit Gronk <laughs> while he oh, is God. in our booth. You hear me? Make it happen. Oh God, uh, no, those are those are the new. Flight logs, <laughs> the Gronk flight logs. I, I can see that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that that's Space Jam. You know, we're, we're talking about other things, and I'm starting to have a better time as we talk about uh, other things. So you know, um, it, it, it's it's a great time for me. Uh, but uh, do y'all have any closing thoughts on the movie? Anything that you wanted to touch base on? Um, you know, I, I just think. Uh, this is the movie that they would that the CIA is going to show uh, MK Ultra subjects Clockwork Orange style, just holding their eyelids open, forcing them to watch Space Jam two, and then um, you know any day now we're going to get a sequel to nine eleven, uh, maybe the twentieth anniversary. Who knows? Ooh, coming up. <laughs> yeah, seems, Space Jam seems 3 a is little dedicated. too perfectly planned. If you ask me, I feel like yeah. there's that's high prob- high probability. There is no such thing as a coincidence. <laughs> uh, doink. I, I. This movie left me speechless. Oh, well, can't decide. Can't away. decide if it, it's mostly bad speechless. It's all bad speechless. It was. <laughs> I, they're they're gonna do it again. I know they're gonna fucking mm-hmm. do it again. So I feel like yep. I can't. I can't even. Dr- comment on that we, we can all run from it we can all hate it but it, it doesn't matter because they're gonna do it again uh, the, yeah kids watch it because it has like 15 minutes uh, of, of animation mm-hmm. and that's what you know is important in, in their like, little tiny developing brains and then 105 and, minutes of lebron james asking questions exactly half the movie he's animated to try and cover up the fact that he can't properly emote with his face which i thought was a a, a delight unless he's being um, mean to his child exactly <laughs> he can he can nail that so well uh, i look forward to old man lebron being a like a veteran character actor where he just gets to play disappointed dads the entire time yeah i just feel yeah. bad for like what? whatever uh kid just got drafted into the nba this year that has no idea that he's about to star in space jam 3 (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh what happened previously will happen again time is a flat circle and uh they're gonna have the yellow king show up in the next one (laughs) (laughs) hbo property (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know i i think that uh when we look out and we kind of observe the landscape of now uh, the multiverse, uh, and some people have touched on this, but I would want to expand on it a little bit, of where the multiverse has gone from this uh, fairly ethereal concept that was used as a way to explore a lot of kind of quirky one-offs and has now been fully embraced by the studio as a way to uh, either highlight a variety of their intellectual property or to be a negotiating tool against actors to try and keep their uh, labor costs lower in movies because they can just recast them with a new variant of whatever. Um, and then also you're, you're seeing it just kind of uh, be the spawning point for the possibility of 
uh, franchise bait kind of being across the board of trying to uh, raise all boats and promote other things. In this case, uh, it's uh, uh, Looney Tunes and Space Jam pitching us on HBO Max. Uh, you also have Loki and the multiverse telling you, like, tune in for the next, like, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. This villain's going to be in it. Oh, boy. Y'all will love it. Uh, you know, it, it just seems like this is the trend that's taking place. So I look forward to, like, four years from now, uh, CBS All Access to, to try and do, like, the NCIS Magnum P.I. <laughs> Blue Jeff Blood Probst. Diverse. Jeff Probst is going to be in there. I would love that. Actually, I want that. Oh God! See, yeah, see, we 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 got to have all propaganda um, subsumed within a single uh, like uh, entertainment franchise that will eventually be run by the state, and it literally will mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it will it will be the these uh, official um, state propaganda outlet. But isn't it cool that everyone does it? Isn't it so much cooler that just everybody makes it for free now instead of doing it for the government? All of those different <laughs> channels are all making propaganda yeah. for free. Yeah, and they're yeah, they're definitely doing it for free. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're not being paid or siphoned <laughs> off or anything else. They're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. Good old uh, volunteer co-ops <laughs> yeah, teaming exactly. together. To <laughs> yeah, getting getting absolutely no um, you know, free access to military bases. None of it. By, no. uh, like not a you know, no no um uh, CIA approval of scripts ahead of time. None of the, no, it's, that, that that doesn't happen. <laughs> doesn't happen. <laughs> Imagine if you submitted the script to Space Jam two to the CIA, to being like, we just want to make sure y'all are cool with it, and like no response. Like, uh, the, I, 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 yeah, sure. It's so lame and toothless that we we weren't worried about anything. Y'all y'all do you, I guess. Um, if you had to choose like one media conglomerate to be your overlord, would you rather it be like Viacom, CBS, or Disney? Because that that that's what I'm thinking is our two big options. Because Warner Brothers was a contender, but they got bought by Discovery yeah. Plus, and so <laughs> and now they're having their logo made by like MS Paint. So yep. I think we can we can safely disregard them. Yep. Uh, but but to answer your question, honestly, anything but Disney. Disney, Disney's the great Satan. You know, we we like we, we can't <laughs> we, we can't allow them to win. Catch any of yeah. that evil that's going on. I'm going to look forward to the the new slate of programming as Grift and I develop. I don't know NCIS Boston or something uh, together. <laughs> yeah. Please figure it out. Yeah, it'll star Donnie Wahlberg, so don't worry. It'll it'll have that authenticness. Um, uh, all the diner scenes will be taking place at Wahlburgers. Uh, every interview is going to happen <laughs> oh, at yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. It's going to yeah, have exclusively you, you, guys in plaid working the docks as being like the first interview, no matter what the crime is. Please, uh, you, the, you can have uh, Ben Affleck as his character in the town robbing Fenway Park. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, Matt Damon. I'm sure he's down. <laughs> everyone <laughs> uh, uh god so uh yeah i guess that's going to be an episode so doink thank you so much for joining us i'm so sorry that this is scatterbrained we will definitely need to have <laughs> you on with uh with one that you know we can we can uh, oh, yeah. not only sink our teeth into but then also might have something uh uh a little bit more for us to chew on so uh in the meantime though what, what's going on in your world tell tell us what what all you you got going oh, on. Oh, I 
you know me. I'm never doing anything. I'm just my dog is sick right now. That's kind of a bummer. I shouldn't say that. But yeah, I've just been really focused on that. But I'm not doing anything and I don't do much on the internet other than shit post and sell nudes. So you know what I'm up to. Hell to the yeah. And then uh, links will be posted yeah, in our uh, description. No links? No links? Just fine. My, no, no, just links. my Twitter is fine. fine. Whatever. Okay. That's fine. 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 Uh, Grift, what's happening in the shop? What what all is going on? What collabs? Uh, we're currently in between pop-ups right now. Um, from the last, from the MK Ultra Money one, we still have MK Ultra Victim shirts. That's a permanent feature of the shop now. I think that is very fitting for the, uh, at least the narrative that I'm trying to push about this movie. Um, I think we're... Uh, um, we're gonna have Cole on soon, so uh, like uh, we're probably like I'm probably gonna drop the merch collab um, that that we have coming up concurrent with his guest appearance on Giga. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. Hell to the yeah, dude! And uh, of course, people can find all of your stuff over at Griff.shop. And then uh, for, for the podcast side of things, uh, just follow us. You you know what what the deal is: Twitter, Letterboxd, at Giga Podcast, and then. Uh, also, uh, I guess if you guys really want to, uh, review us on iTunes, if you can navigate it, if not follow us on Spotify, uh, this is going to be a wrap. I am going to just go start pinning my Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady in, in CIS Boston. That's how we can get the go. first episode going off. Yeah. It's uh it's the wake, you know, of all of Boston is sad because he left for Tampa and the crime has spiked and running out of control <laughs> after the, the Super Bowl Bostonians victory. are losing their minds. They're just <laughs> yeah. smashing yeah. they're smashing the windows of every dunks. We're 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 gonna get back into Mark Wahlberg's good graces after I give this six trash cans out of four, uh, beating uh, his, his infinite movies five out of four. So now I think we we set a new standard for uh, for amount of garbage in one movie. See, there you go. See, I I had just fully embraced the well for sure. This is four out of four. I went in with that uh, being the baseline. So thank you for <laughs> for getting us uh, the chance to slide that in. All right. Well, we will talk to y'all later. Say goodbye everyone. Bye. Peace. Bye.